it's hurting my company. It's hurting my ambitions, my goals. We're just people doing the best we can and, and sometimes it's sometimes it's messy. But then I felt if I actually felt good enough, yeah, I would probably hate my life. <laughs> like I would be bored. <laughs> That's okay. Just trust yourself. I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, oh, I believe in this dream I've been dreaming, oh, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, oh, I believe in this dream I've been dreaming, oh. Here we are, Dr. Tess, rebuilding Hi. a human being <laughs> named Devin Carmichael. <laughs> so you gave me a great assignment last time. Oh, you had so much homework, so much. You had four things. Uh, I feel like it was more, but maybe it wasn't. One, two, three. Anyway, it was, yeah, I, I ended up, so I, I did this exercise on the way to my event with Mark in Dallas. That seems so long ago. It was, it yeah, so I, long ago. Long. I have it, I have it, I have it written here yeah. and I, and I wrote at the top, if I knew it was good enough, I would, uh, I would feel, that was the first one. Yeah. And then I, so I had a really hard time with three of them and then a, a much easier, more insightful time with two of them. So we'll see what, oh, cool. yeah, see yeah, what sure. you think. So, so uh, feel, be, and what was the third one? Think, we're yeah. all the same for me. Uh, okay. I, I couldn't, I couldn't like. Yeah, they were hard for you, yeah. Well, it fell into the same bucket for me. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe I was doing it wrong, but I'm sitting there on the airplane, like looking at my blank page and like, what am I, they felt the same feeling, being, and thinking to me, like the answers were all the same. Um, so maybe I did it wrong, but I, I did try. <laughs> nice. No, there's no doing it wrong. There's no okay. doing it wrong. And then, okay. and then I didn't, I, and, and I didn't know that I got a lot out of those ones. Um, I'll tell you what I did. Cause I fall, I fell into two camps. I wrote down initially. Uh, so if I knew it was good enough, I would feel I put happier, more confident, bolder, loved, unstoppable. But then I also wrote bored, stagnant, slow, lazy, and unhappy. Because I play from both sides of good enough. You do. Yeah, right? you do. Because if I felt yeah. good enough at everything, then I'd be bored. Uh-huh. Okay. Also, okay, okay, okay. So I started on the, where I felt like this exercise is supposed to go. Like if you feel like you're good enough, you would do these amazing things. So I put happy, I would feel happier, more confident, bolder, loved, unstoppable. Uh, but then I felt, if I actually felt good enough, yeah, I would probably hate my life. <laughs> like I would be bored. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Stagnant, slow, lazy, unhappy. And then I just stared at this page and like, I don't, like 30 minutes just looking at this page, like I don't know what I'm supposed to do next on here. And I just sat on it and, yeah. and nothing else came. So, so then I moved on to the, the other part, which was uh, do and have. And yeah. I lumped those two together. And, I, and then yeah. I came up with this like giant list. And then I started making all these plans from do and oh, have. I love that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Some, yeah, big, right. some big changes actually happened. So I don't know that I got much from feel, be, think, but I got a lot from do have. I'm going to disagree with you because I think, I think that that insight around boredom and stagnation mm -hmm. is a really important one. Okay. Because on the one level... I mean, the whole point of the exercise was because it's the feeling not good enough that drives the fear of disappointment, right? Okay. And yeah, so that's a big picture feeling 
about feeling good enough from a big picture perspective, whereas I think that the stagnation thing is feeling good enough at things, not as a person. So feeling good enough at things leads to boredom and stagnation and all the rest of it. So you want to be constantly learning. You want to be constantly growing. And that's really a really powerful and important insight. That's you. That's what drives you, right? You're constantly soaring, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's an important insight, but I want to hear about the next bit. Well, what's the insight? But like, how does that help me? Okay, so the insight, it it is that on a big picture perspective, you're identifying as a person, if Mm -hmm. I felt good enough as a person, Mm -hmm. I would feel unstoppable and I would feel loved and I would feel all these things. If I felt good enough at tasks, so good enough at doing certain things, that's Mm -hmm. on a more micro level, if I felt good enough at doing certain things, Mm -hmm. uh, it would lead to me feeling bored. It would lead to me feeling like I'm not growing as a person. Okay. So it's a, it's a feeling not good enough at certain tasks that keeps you growing, keeps you mm-hmm. learning, keeps you pushing yourself, right? Right. But it's that bigger picture, not feeling good enough overall, that, that, that's what drives that, that um, fear of disappointment. So they go hand in hand. There's the macro and the micro. Right. Yeah, there's so, macro so, and the micro. So what do Most I... People, Okay, so what do you need to do about that? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, Yeah, when you to do list, honestly. I'm an achiever, Tess. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think there's a to-do list about that. What I think is interesting. No! (laughs) I'll just have a sip of my herbal tea while you uh, settle down. (laughs) I... um, what I think, well, here's what I would do is I would ask the question, do I currently feel the opposite of the things that I would feel if I felt good enough on a big picture level? So do you feel unloved? Do you feel stoppable? Do you feel, so do you currently feel the opposite of those feelings? Uh, in some contexts, right? Like yes and no, like always and never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So of course. So that would be another journaling task is to journal around in what areas do I feel these things? In what areas do I feel the opposite of these things? So in what areas do I feel unloved? In what areas do I feel stoppable? Well, that would be the extension of the exercise. I mean, it's always in the next step of what I'm doing, right? I mean, it's the point of this. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I mean, it's all about growth, right? And so the, yeah. on the micro level, the, the feeling, the not wanting to feel good enough, that's, that's like I never want to feel um, that I've got it all, right? I never want to feel that I know it all because then I would feel, I, yeah, who wants to feel like they know everything? Because you always want to be learning, right? So that makes sense to me. Um, not saying that the other doesn't make sense, but just I think that's the next, the next part of that task is to identify the areas where you feel that you're not good enough as a person. So where do I feel stopped or where do I feel unloved? As a person, not skill set. Mm-hmm. As a person. Mm. It's deep. It's hard. This fear of disappointment, the fear of the, the feeling of not being good enough, they're big core issues. They're like big, you know, everything else springs out of those. Okay. Or any any sort of limiting beliefs, any limiting thoughts, they all spring out of that sort of that bigger picture stuff. Okay. Okay. Not, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's a see what you come up with. It's a see no what you answer, come up with. But, uh, yeah. You don't need an answer today. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Okay. Um, okay, so it, any insight into why those three, like you gave me five to think of and I ended up 
lumping them into two distinct categories. Yeah. Feel, be, think was the same thing. And do, have yeah. was the same thing. Same answers. Yeah. Yeah. I, that makes sense to me that you might, they might seem similar to you or they might pull together for you. Yeah. Right? Like if the first one was happier, I would feel yeah. happier, I would be happier, I would think happier. Yeah. I would feel more confident. I would be more confident. I would think more confident. But I wouldn't mm. do happier. No. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense that you would pull them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the interpretation of those questions is, is yours, right? So there's no right or wrong way of approaching it. Some people think of the word be and do as, um, or be and, what was the other one? Um, think or think and feel, think and feel. Uh, some people um, de- define think and feel as being really similar. Um, as a psychologist, we define thinking and feeling as being very different. So it's really how you come at it. It's, it's no right or wrong. It's your interpretation. So well, it's your, I was very your frustrated exercise. in doing that exercise that I couldn't Good. get an answer. I'm, I'm sure that would have driven you. Mm. Yeah. The mm. blank page was not, not my Not, not your friend. Not yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and then, and then, okay. Then the part, second part was if I knew I was good enough, I would do slash have, and I came up with the same answers. And then, it, and then it just basically is a list. I mean, it's a list of just things that I would do more career kind of goals. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. More like just, series of accomplishments because it was a list of what I would do or what I would have. Yeah. Um, nothing materialistic. I mean, I can go through it if you want, but it's more just like milestones, hitting these, hitting yep. these milestones that is bigger than what I've done to date. Yeah. 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 Cool. Right. right? Like six yeah. figure speaking gigs, New York times bestselling books, multi-book deal with major publishers, you know, yeah. paid tour yeah. selling out stadiums. They're all like things yeah. that are way beyond what I've done right now yes um that's awesome so it's awesome so visualizing these things and um you know i'm not a big fan of the law of attraction type of thinking because i think there's there's it really should be the law of action um but um visualizing these things saying them out loud writing them down being able to come back to it and see what you've written they're, they're really motivating forces and and they will you know all things being equal, they should drive you into action. And so I love that some plans came out of this. Is yeah. Right? Basically after writing that, I, I bookmarked, I wrote down five, there's five like boxes that I wrote down here of where I should be spending my time. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, all of this still comes down to habits and scheduling for me. Like if something's going to have to, if something's going to happen in my life, it's in my calendar and then I get it done. Yeah. Right. If it's just like a thought that's not my calendar it's whatever, it's just a thought, but yeah. I want to translate like activities to calendar because then that yeah, translates to action. habits and then that equals, you know, results. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe that's just the way I think that's messed up, but uh, no, it's so I, put, I put events, books, products, investments, and content as like the, the five main things that I should be doing. Um, yeah. And then basically right after that decided that uh, two things, one that I wanted to, put Nina, my wife, in charge of all the operations in my business, which is letting go of a lot of responsibilities and, and me then not knowing where things are at, timelines on projects and yeah. trusting Nina to 
run everything. Um, she has a learning curve to understand what's happening, but she's very organized and I'm a bottleneck in that Tuesday is my YouTube day. So anything YouTube related, I look on Tuesday, but that may mean if I get something on the Thursday, I'm not looking at it until the next Tuesday and it slows things down because it has to go through me. So having Nina run everything speeds a lot of things up. Yeah. And then the other one was to have more, uh, more, trying to document more of the content that I have. I think a lot of the magic uh, that is that is felt kind of around me for people who are close to me and on my team is not is never filmed. I tell stories about what happened, but it's never it's never caught on tape. Yeah. And so yeah. Uh, unless it's an interview like this or like a, a, yeah. a guest or um, a set video, it's not, there's nothing capturing the, the, not the random moments, but like the highlight moments of me doing my thing. And so uh, I'm going to be bringing on a video person to basically be filming me 24 hours a day and uh, <laughs> Not a vlog style, like here's what I did every day, but yeah. but just watching it, you know, watching me for 12 hours doing whatever and then highlighting whatever moment you want and then pulling me aside after and say, hey, why did, you know, you struggled on that question with Dr. Tess and how does it, you know, and trying <laughs> to craft a story around it because I'm not, I'm not thinking about stories as I'm living my life. I'm just doing my thing. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's, there's a lot of just how, I live and interact with my team that could be valuable for people to see. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's what came out of that and basically just decided on the airplane and then talked to Nina when I landed and said, Hey, here's what's happening. She's like, okay. <laughs> cause this is the second thing, isn't it? This is, um, cause you also got her to coordinate your uh, or event plan your tour, didn't you? That was a starting point. Um, yeah. that was her, you know, she quit her job to do the tour and, we were doing, um, we're doing another tour, you know, in January, but then we're saying, okay, what do you do from, from April to December? And I made her my chief heart officer, which is she's in charge of, uh, the team and the morale and the following up with people from, uh, not, not operations, just, uh, love. And she follows everybody and is always in touch with them. And, you know, Mm. she she keeps just that extra warmth, um, stuff that I'm not, very good at just writing to someone to say, Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, never happened. Unless they're on my mind for some reason. So it's very yeah, spontaneous. Yeah. Not, not uh, yeah, yeah. like I want everybody to, to feel the love and warmth. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but now it's putting her into a bigger role where she's running the projects. And so much so that on the tour, I, I need to bring a fourth person along next year to help, um, drive and also be Nina's assistant on the tour because if she's being the COO for me and also running the tour, she's going to be pretty strapped. So um, now we're thinking, okay, who do we bring on the tour that we'd want to live with for 90 days? (laughs) Well, yeah, because that's a big issue, isn't it? You know, having, and this is the same with your video person, you know, having someone around you all the time, it's got to be, that's that whole thing of employing for attitude or employing for fit as opposed to skill sets. Yeah. So we had Danny yeah. come along last time uh, and yeah. it's great. Um, Danny's style is not as run and gun on the go. Like he likes set structure, super fancy, mm. four lights and three cameras and set production, which is great, mm. which is what this is. You know, I got my microphone, yeah. camera and lights and 
Um, and that's definitely a piece of what I do, but, but I need, I have to bring on somebody else to, to do the, just get them, get the camera and chase me around, right? Like that's it. Yeah. Dirty. Dirty, yeah. dirty, yeah, dirty, yeah, but dirty. Yeah, and then post and go and not spend four weeks editing, right? Just push, put it out. Yeah, you know, this is so important. This is this whole thing about imperfect action. I, I, I've been talking a lot about this lately, actually. Um, and I think that what I love about being able to show that stuff, whether it's you or anyone, being able to show that stuff, that imperfect style, the rough and ready shot from the hip kind of stuff, is it gives everyone else permission to do their own whatever it is, whether it's videos or podcasts or writing or whatever, and just get it out there. It reminds me of that client of yours that couldn't post, couldn't post oh, yeah. the, um, yeah, yeah. the um, blog, blog article. And just getting it done is so much better than sitting stuck with it forever. And I love it. I love letting go of perfection. I love that. That'll be exciting. Looking forward to seeing that. So we're looking at doing uh, in a week or two, doing a yeah. test run where we, where we drive to New York awesome. where we have my the driver slash assistant plus videographer, plus me, plus Nina go to mm. New York. And, wow. uh, it's an eight hour drive or so from Toronto and we'll stay for a couple of days and whatever, explore the city, do some speaking. I don't know what we're going to do just to see how well it all fits. Like yeah. a, okay. a mini, a four, three or four day version of what 90 days would look like. <laughs> uh, it's a good test run it's a good test run i like it yeah, yeah like so it. Yeah. so that was helpful um mm-hmm. that was helpful and um good yeah so i did my homework you did you did there was more though oh the the other part was about the tony robbins yeah like how do i see myself versus tony robbins or his style or trying to learn from him or just compare or um and um, what I found was I, I like a lot more being, uh, so he, I've been to his program three times and it's been valuable all of the three times. It's almost the same material three times, the same stories three times and the same, there's, there's tiny variants, like you might do an intervention with somebody and so you never know who's gonna come up, but yeah. even the questions he asked are the same questions. And to some extent, it's like even doing this, even this question of if I, if I knew I was good enough as an annual exercise is probably a good thing to do. Yep. Yeah. Even yeah. though it's the same question you get. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I couldn't do that. Um, he's like, he's been doing that event for, I don't know, 40 years or something or 30 years. Yeah, a long time. Multiple times he's, per year yeah. for decades. And yeah. um, I found that on my tour... I was already feeling more uh, just bored with the same structure every single time. Yeah. And at the start of my tour, I was afraid to go on tour and charge. And then, you know, we yeah. got a third of the way through and the first third, which is getting over that fear. And then, and then it became okay. Then it was like, whatever. Then I got used to it. The second month was around, I want to do straight Q and A. I want to do more. Okay. How can I help? Yep. And, and use that to bring value to the audience more than just yep. sit here and listen to me do my presentation for three hours. And that was yep. scary because what if, what if nobody has questions or what if my <laughs> question, like what if the question isn't valuable for the whole audience? You know, if there's a hundred yep. people and one person has a question, what if it's not relevant to everybody else? Um, mm. 
And then the third part of the tour was the third month was the, you know, breaking my neck and just mm. getting through those more mm. physical um, suffering than anything else. Uh, yeah. So I, 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 I couldn't do the same material. I was bored after a month. Yeah. yeah. Tony's done it for three decades. It's crazy. Um, so, so that tells you about your style, you know, that, and that, that whole thing about not wanting to be stagnant, not wanting to stand still, you know, mm. wanting to be unstoppable, which means constant growth and constant change. And that's exciting. I also think, you know, I think, I think you're on the money. I think Q&A is where, where the interest is. I mean, you listen to Gary Vaynerchuk's keynotes and it's always the Q&A where the value is. Always. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to do um, a keynote in Dallas in a couple of weeks, end of the month. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so after that, uh, you know, up to the exercise, I thought, okay, how about we just do a Q&A? Like yeah. the, you, you, the host is a host is the guy who puts on the whole thing. How about you just, we'll sit at the front and you ask me some questions that you think will be relevant to the audience. And then, and then we open it up. Yep. So it's the only Q and a format, like fireside chat on the agenda. We'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. You just got to dive in, don't you? You got to, you just got to do the brave thing. You, you know, I mean, these, you love, you love doing scary things. I know. And I think that's I think that's it. But I also I also think that audiences audiences now are more educated around Q and A. So I think if they know in advance it's going to be a Q and A style presentation, they'll come armed with questions. At least some of them will, and good questions too. I bet. Mm. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that's what came from it. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, and then I wrote, I am the product. I need to do more with people and create more. So I put, you know, content, blogs, speaking, books, courses, and so on. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of work. It was a lot of work, but a lot of yeah. insights came out of it too. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, it was good. And it seems so long ago. Well, it was a long time ago because you went a month ago. Was it a month ago that you went to Dallas? Uh, almost. I think we spoke like just before I, I was so. leaving. So, yeah, pretty yeah. much a month ago. So in the so you did all of that right at the start of that of this past month. Yeah. Has it sort of um, been resonating since? Like has it has more has it grown in your mind? You know these these questions have they grown in your mind or have you been aware of it or conscious of it? Because you were also going to be documenting your any unhelpful thinking as well that was popping in. Were you still doing that? Um, I've, I've done, I've done some of that. I, I think I tagged you in one or two of them. Um, yeah, right, right. I was, I'm trying to, I'm trying to sit with the feeling before I then yeah. get through it because usually it happens so quickly. Yeah. As soon as I f can catch the feeling, then I'll snap out of it. doesn't mean I don't, I don't feel the feeling for a long period of time, but as soon as I catch it, then I'll, because See, the record is a conscious, that, what's that? Yeah, yeah, that, and that's half the thing. So, so with a lot, a lot of the time when we're actually teaching people to catch their thoughts and, and document them, ultimately people don't need to write them down anymore because they get to the point where you're at where you, you catch it and you recognise it for what it is, i.e. X type of unhelpful thought might be catastrophizing or whatever, and you recognise it and you can just say, oh, I'm just catastrophizing. I don't need to listen to that, and you can bat it away then and move on in a, in a different direction and not get dragged down by the emotion that would otherwise have come 
if you've been stuck in that unhelpful thought because it's easy to get stuck when you don't notice that it's happening, right? Yeah? So you're not feeling the need to document as much. You're feeling that you're much more focused on when they're happening. Uh, No, I'm I'm trying to catch it. I'm trying to catch it and before I snap out of it, record something and then snap Mm -hmm. out of it. Right? I saw one. I think I saw one. Yeah. So when I was recording my videos, um, I was procrastinating for about 15 or 20 minutes beforehand. Yeah. Before actually doing it. And then, wow. and then like, like, what am I it doesn't doing? doesn't sound like you. <laughs> no, no, I know. Right. And so, but then I caught it, but this is the thing, like this still happens. Right. Yeah, and then yeah. I caught it and it's like, yeah. this is stupid. Let's go. But like, Oh no, 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 no. Record, record, record. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. And awesome. it was, it's because I want, <laughs> It's not because I don't love making mm. videos. I love making videos. I want yeah. these videos to be the best I've ever done. And so I'm afraid yeah. of making these videos because yeah, yeah. I don't want yeah. it to be like the other 6,000 that I've done. Right. That's and it. so, you know, so I shared that and people wrote back and say, you know, you're still scared of making videos, you know, gives me hope and, you know, exactly. All that. So exactly. it's just about, it's just about, I guess got to, it's catching it. I'm not, I'm not conscious enough of it, but when I catch it, I try to put something up there. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. It is so important to share those moments. And I think, um, you know, Steve and I had a really in-depth talk. I spoke to you about it a bit. Um, Steve and I had a really in-depth talk recently about me being more vulnerable uh, and what that does for my audience to see that. And, And it's been amazing the reaction I've had to a particular video I did where I was quite, vulnerable and open uh and the number of people who've been contacted me and said thank you because now I feel like I can be more vulnerable either in their own social media work or with their team or whatever it might be and so I think we we underestimate the power of being human in front of a camera because it actually helps it really does help reach other people and and take some pressure off them take some heat off them yeah yeah Yeah, I did see that was cool so how many have you done others it, it's the evolution of the Dr. Test crap challenge where I was just trying to yeah, like, you were just find trying to something you know, forced to be upset about that I actually wasn't, but I was trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is much um, more in line with what I had in mind originally, you know, this idea that you might notice that something was crappy and while you're in the thick of it, you know, share that. Um, <clears throat> have there been other videos? Have I missed them? Because I'm trying to keep up with your stories. but There haven't been a ton. Um, oh. I think, I, you know, I was probably so proud of myself for those couple. Yeah. And then, then I forgot about it. It's like, yes, I got it done. But it's not yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. consistent. I need a consistent, I need to be consistent on remembering that. Cause like, okay, check, right? Like I did my homework. Okay, done. Woo. Um, but it's not a one. See, that's the thing. thing. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And that's the thing that bugs me so much when I give you homework and I can see, I can see the cogs whirring and you've already done it before I finish the sentence, you know, in your head, you've already finished it. It's like tick done. It's like, no, you need to sit with that for a bit longer. I did this great podcast on the beginning of my tour with these guys from Massachusetts who have a a podcast that basically tries to remove the shine off of people when they were hesitant at the beginning asking words like, no, like this is great. Ask me whatever you want to ask. And so, and then I brought them up. So they came yesterday to Toronto. They drove from Massachusetts to Toronto to do an interview. And I'm thinking of doing that as a regular series of, Hey, remove this, like not always, not just me catching it all the time, but people asking me questions like, Hey, when was the last time you X? 
right? Yeah. Um, like, oh, ooh, I don't know. And then forcing out thoughts. So, so they're really good at like stripping away uh, the perfection, which is great, which is what I want. Yeah. So it's the interactive yeah. part. Um, Mark yesterday asked me, when was the last time I cried? Like uncontrollably cried? Like, ooh, I don't know. Like, I can't think of anything. Mm. And, and thinking backwards in general is already difficult for me because mm. I don't. I don't think backwards. So I, I came up with nothing on the spot, but then, I, and, but then I thought about a couple. Yeah. Um, and the most recent one was when I was on my tour and, and I got out of the hospital, I just, you know, I just broke my neck, like first day out of the hospital. Like I get to, I get to get checked out. Amazing. And then, um, when we were leaving, uh, getting in the car was really painful. And then we walked yeah. around and for some reason I thought like, I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And I'd never <laughs> been through a concussion before and, and just walking her like every step, it, you know, you know, all connected and was hurting. And then after about half an hour in the city, we're like, okay, let's just go home and lie down. Like I probably shouldn't have gone out for lunch in the city. You should have just yeah, gone yeah, home yeah. from the hospital, yeah. but you know, whatever, I'm stupid. Um, but then getting into the, I couldn't get back into the car. We had this big suburban Nina was driving because of, you know, I broke my neck and, and like, it took me a long time just to get from the parking lot into the car. And no matter how much I pulled or pushed or like Nina was pushing my butt and trying to like, it just hurt so much. I couldn't get into the car. And I just started crying that it was, yeah. it was like overwhelming frustration that yeah. this is what it had come down to. I can't think clearly because I had this concussion. I'm so physically, you know, and it, and it sounds okay, like thinking back, but in the moment is it was massively overwhelming. And so that was the last time that I cried. And that wasn't like hysterical, crazy, but it was just, I hit my limit. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I couldn't think about it on the spot. Cause I don't, I don't think about that stuff, no. but now I have the story. So the next time I can bring it up, but I don't know the last time that I cried. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so maybe that, I mean, part of the solution is also, I think maybe having people around me who, who asked those questions that then make That's me it. have to yeah. think about it. And you know, and maybe, yeah, I'm wondering if your videographer. Ooh, I like that. Should be someone who's asking yeah, yeah, questions yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, pull someone who just, just eat, Someone who can just give you a poke every now and then and go, oi, Evan, <laughs> before you know it, yeah. Because I yeah. saw, um, now when was this? Not this week's something to prove last week's where you were talking about letting people go. Okay. And, you know, and there was a moment there where you were, it, it got emotional. It got vulnerable for a minute there. Oh, really? Ooh. What, yeah, it what did. Were, talking about? were you talking about Danny? Okay. You might've been talking about Danny and having to let Danny chase his dreams. Was it Danny? Might've been. There was a moment there anyway. And I was watching that and I thought, Oh, cool good stuff okay. it's interesting I think you know when you have a team and I'm the same you know that's the stuff that gets you because it's I was um I did a, a little live stream last night talking and one of the things I mentioned anyway was um that your business is like a second child third child you know I've got two kids so my business is my third child and and when it's not well you worry and when it's when people leave you're sad you know all those sorts of things um so that's probably the last time I cried now that we think about it, you know, around, around team, a long time ago now. But, yeah, it does. It, your business stuff, it's vulnerability stuff and you've got to bring it forward. You've got to show people that it's not all polish. It's not all shine. It's not all – we haven't got all our stuff together. 
Right. We're just people. We're just people doing the best we can, and and sometimes it's sometimes it's messy. So so maybe I should have those guys come on like once a month for a show or something. Sure, why not? Sounds cool. Remove the shine. The monthly mm. show, removing the shine. Yeah. Because what most of their questions were more macro stuff. Um, like, yeah. when was the last time X? But you're going to run out of those kinds of questions. So, so yeah. it's more updates on what's happened in the past month and then getting into deeper, yeah. like, yeah. Tess gave you this homework and how did it make you feel? And did, yeah, yeah. How did, this, how did staring at this blank page for half an hour make me feel like I'm an idiot? <laughs> I'm not getting the work done. <laughs> you know you're a writer <laughs> when a blank page really annoys you. <laughs> brutal. This was brutal. It was so hard. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, not to excuse myself from uh, trying to, you know, catch moments myself and share it and do that, but, yeah. but I think um, – a lot of times I'm not even aware of it. And so having people yeah. to pull out and poke the awareness, I really like the videographer idea. If they're, I mean, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be their job. Um, yep. And I'm uh, the person who I'm looking at is, um, is a woman and I'm super pumped because one, there aren't that many women in the business. Like all mm. the video people mm. are mostly men, but also the pull out the more like that other side, not yeah. just the, the man, you know, not that it's like um, super macho or whatever, but just that yeah. more empathetic or uh, deeper side that yeah. maybe men are fantastic at all the time. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a great idea. I love it. I love it. And I think that having the mix of those moments where you're sharing your vulnerability, different styles of doing that, different elements of that is, um, you know, the, the stuff that you spontaneously document yourself, the videographer stuff, and then this podcast um, I think it's great. I think it's great. I mean, I know from, um, you know, what I see of your content, I'm, I'm, I'm always much more engaged by the spontaneous stuff that I see. So your Instagram stories and your, um, the stuff you do with Mark, for example, mm -hmm. cause you're so relaxed and, and it is so spontaneous a lot of the time. So it'd be great. I think, I think, yeah, it's, it'll be exciting. See what else comes from that. We were looking at the, the, the data from the Something Approved podcast with Mark, the show that we yeah. do. When I feel like he cares about the answer, yeah. I always give a much better answer. When, yeah. when, he, when I feel like he's just asking a question for the audience, yeah. that he already knows the answer to, I'm like, I don't yeah. Care. yeah, exactly. And then, and then I suck, right? It's so disingenuous. It's disingenuous. You yeah. know, you know, you know yeah. where it's coming from. It's you know a show. I hate it. I hate that it's just yeah. a show. I don't want to just do a yeah. show. It's got to mean no. something. It's got to mean exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, I, love it. I agree with you. Mm. Listen, something else came up with Mark. This is now we're talking mm -hmm. about Mark. This could be a good, uh, get your perspective on it. So, okay. Uh, Mark is Mark has a digital agency, right? And a video production agency. And he's, he's going from video to digital, but he's not quite there yet to, to be like the digital agency. And yeah. so, for my projects, for my book and speaking and like all the stuff that I'm doing, um, he's been helping out, but he's not, he's not the, the best yet. And, and he's frustrated saying I should go work with somebody better. I should either work with somebody better or I should have my own team where I'm training it in-house and, and building it because I need it because it's slowing down what I do in my company. 
and we had a heartfelt moment. It was just a call. Unfortunately, it wasn't recorded. We need a videographer uh, <laughs> where, where I realized if Mark wasn't in my life, I would have solved the problem already. Right? Like if Mark wasn't here, I would have hired the person already. Like I don't wait on that yeah, yeah. kind of stuff yeah. normally. Right? Like this needs to get yeah. done. Let's go. Like today it's happening. Yeah. But it's already been like six months of slowly moving because his company is not ready yet to do what I need to do. Um, and so there's something in there that I see the potential in Mark and what he can do so much that I, I, I want to be a part of the process and I want to, yeah. I want to help him get to be that guy. Yeah. And then, and then use that to help me. Sure. But like, I want to be a part of helping him get to his thing. And, and that's how I always default. It's always default yeah. to whether it's loyalty or potential or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And it made me question, is that actually the right thing to do? Like, should I be doing it or should I just give somebody an opportunity and then say, Hey, uh, okay, it's not working out. I'm going to go, I'm going to go find the guy who can be great at it and blow it up. We all make decisions based on what the priority is. And if the priority is that you enjoy working with the person and you're supporting, I mean, you know, like I said before, I mean, I love the content that you and Mark produce together and I can see that the working relationship is, you know, a good one and a long one. I think we all make decisions based on um, it comes down to that thing of hiring for attitude and, and fit and culture and all that sort of stuff. And sometimes we prioritize there's stuff that we need doing now and we need someone to do it now. And if we haven't got the person who can do it now, we need to find the person who can do it now. And then there's other stuff that we can actually afford to be more organic with because there's a there's a higher reason there's a higher purpose for why we're allowing that to unfold slowly yeah i mean i i could find somebody and i could yeah. find somebody who, who who fits the company well and i mean the the mission that i'm on is pretty easy to find somebody who you know loves mm. the mission and what we're doing um so i could find somebody but i don't want to i don't know this yeah. like this thing that i don't want to but it's yeah. it's hurting my company it's hurting my ambitions, my goals. And, and I'm not worried about Mark's like, hey, you're not going to lose me as a friend. Like, I'm not worried about losing you as a friend. Mm. I know he won't be offended. He's told me 18,000 times I should go work with somebody else. I'm not worried about that at all. Mm. Um, but I don't, I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to go find some. I want Mark to build this thing. Yeah. It's important to me. To my own yeah. detriment, in a however many month timeline. It's values versus goals, isn't it? Yeah, it's heart versus head. There's all, there's all those elements to that. I mean, there's no, there's no downside to the relationship if I don't go with Mark. If I say, Mark, sorry, man, this, this isn't working now. I got to go find somebody else. Yep. It doesn't hurt anything that we're doing. He's not going to stop doing the podcast or stop helping, both, you know, whatever. It's, that won't damage anything. Yeah. It feels like it's the right move to, to stay with Mark and to build him up. Yep. And that's what I've always done. And that's helped me get to where I'm at. But, but yep. maybe it's actually the biggest blind spot. Right? Like part of all this is. It really sounds like you're overthinking it. It really sounds to me like you're overthinking it. Like what if, there's a lot of what if in there. Um, you know, I mean, you're, you're, you're telling me that your gut is telling you that this is right. But then your head's saying, but what if it's not right? 
Well, that's the whole point of this series, right? With yeah, you no, and, yeah. and whatever that tell me yeah. the blind spots to say, Hey, Evan, like, I think you're missing out here and you should go do this. Like, okay, I'm, let's try and see what happens. Yeah, you sure. And, and I'm sure Steve would answer the question in a completely different way. I mean, I, I, my feeling is, well, not my feeling, but what I'm hearing from you is that this is really important to you and it means a lot to you and there's a lot of values-based stuff within this working relationship, not just the friendship. And that, uh, you know, that Mark's success will make you feel really, really good. That's what I'm hearing. It's almost like, you know, y- y- you can support a junior person who you see who you see potential in, in your team, even though you could hire someone faster and better, but you really want to nurture this younger person to achieve their dreams. You know, sometimes we make those decisions because it's a hard thing. It's definitely a hard thing. If, if I didn't feel like it was the right thing for him, then, then it's an easy answer. Like if he yeah. wasn't trying to build this and he's only trying to build it for me or whatever, like forget that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to kick you out. Like, I don't want this for, cause it's not the best thing for you. So I'm going to go force it yeah. to have yeah. somebody else. Right. But because it's actually the best thing for him, weirdly, like, even if he go, if I help him build this thing and then he, he doesn't take me on as a client, I'm still pumped. <laughs> <laughs> like if we spent a year now, I'm talking, yeah. I, I, I agreed to talk to his COO every week for half an hour to, help mentor him to like how I would rather help coach his team to get there faster to improve than for me to go hire somebody on my team to do it yeah you're already telling me the answer there's Uh, your answer I think that's messed up but all right you think it's messed up why is it messed up I'm I'm totally okay with it and open to it it's just I'm at the point where I want I want to make the bigger leap and, and that means changing some of the ways that I've traditionally operated. So, you know, you're challenging me to share vulnerability mm-hmm. and, and negativity, you know, whatever. So like I did the doctor's test crap challenge, even though it didn't feel yeah. great or right, but just because, right. Just like, I'll do it just because as a test. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm questioning um, everything just to see does this actually make sense or am I, am I, is this the biggest blind spot of all time that like, if I fix this and it doesn't mean like maybe the loyalty is ultimately a huge weakness in that he's not going to feel any worse. I'm not going to damage the relationship. You know, um, maybe he feels guilty that he's, you know, taking so long or whatever, like, I'm not, I'm not definitely saying that it's the wrong thing to do. And I just, you know, appreciate your perspective and feedback. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I think it's, I think it's a good target for you know some for journaling. You know, I think hey, looking journal, at. Geez. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You really like journaling. Because it's why journaling you know over why? like thinking. Like, can because, you not just think it or or or? Uh, does it have to be no. written in a notebook? Like, can it be on the computer or? You can be on the computer. You can type this. But it can't I, be I just think, thinking in the shower. Yeah, but then you forget and you don't get the same, you don't get the same and you can't look back on it. But I don't look back on anything. Wow. I mean, all of this, I would never look back on this. This is just for me reporting back to you. And if anything, just for like, did I do it right? Because I don't even remember what I did. 
because it was a yeah. while ago, but yeah, yeah. I lumped feel, be, think together and I wrote nothing, right? <laughs> like, oh yeah, I remember I, I struggled through that page and maybe yeah. there, maybe you see that and there's yeah. some huge unlock to say, hey, Evan, you suck because you missed yeah. it and you need to sit there for five hours with it, which I would then do and then see what comes up. Um, yeah. But for the second one, like, and I wrote down those five things and then, and then I made decisions and I just started acting on it. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. That's how I usually think. I get an idea, let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it came out of journaling. Well, you had some, you know, you had yeah. some ideas. Mm, it worked. But it could have just been, hey, think about 